0: a time. Hey guys, so as you may know, Sierra and I use uh, Anchor to record our podcast. It's really the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. They also provide you with creation tools, which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phone or computer. Anchor
3: will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. The best part is that you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, I'm your co-host Sierra, and welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. Find us on Instagram at making sense of success.pod. Feel free to email us at making sense of success at gmod.com if you would be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. Enjoy the episode. So today we have the world famous. Kenzie Elizabeth, our tried and true savior of the world. I will tell you that
1: first.
2: <laughs> oh my um, gosh, what
1: an intro.
3: <laughs> I mean, come on. This is how, you are the reason why Danielle and I met. This is
0: true.
1: You're the this reason why true. Danielle and I created that, this podcast. That really is the coolest story ever. Like, it, it is like my favorite thing. It's so cool.
0: <laughs> Thank you. So getting into the podcast and everything, we like to ask our guests um, some questions so that then our listeners can get a feel of like their perspectives and everything. So I guess we could start with the first one, uh, which is what does success mean to you?
1: I think success to me is, I think maybe a few years ago, it would have been more kind of defined like career oriented by my career. But now I think it's more so of like, I would equate it more to a feeling of like fulfillment. So whether that's like, you know, relationships, like I've heard it said, like, you can tell how healthy you are by how health, healthy the relationships are around you. So I think just having healthy relationships around me, not in a way that I'm only happy if I have people around me, but just in a way of having like real like, raw relationships with family and friends and all of that, like, that's what I honestly care the most about, so I feel like that would be it, and also just, like, a, it's more of a feeling of fulfillment, and I feel like I am fulfilled through things that, um, wouldn't maybe necessarily equate to what, like, the world would deem as success, maybe, like, numbers on a screen or in your bank account or whatever, but, um, Yeah, I think it kind of just changes in every period of my life. But I feel like to me, it's more so about being fulfilled.
0: Absolutely. And I feel like this podcast, what we're really trying to do is show that there's such like a variety of definitions to success. And also that they're forever like evolving, even for an individual, like in every phase of your life, success is going to look different because obviously um, you have different interests as well. And you also end up developing different relationships and even maybe going into a different career. Think the possibilities are really endless well for sure
3: i was told by one of my friends i don't know how credible this is but he <laughs> said that um by the time like you're 18 and like 21 22 you turn into like a million different people and it's only like real plausible and like females because they develop during that time like the most and i thought that was crazy like two years ago i could have liked one thing and i could hate something the next day and that's like what success is it's all always changing and uh maybe like one time if you were 18 you're like yeah success is like how many likes my twitter feed gets and then this year it's like oh my best friends are amazing it's like the craziest shift of all
1: yeah i think i i that's what I always just keep in mind is how much i am like growing and evolving always and just having different interests. So I always talk about like not being married to your first idea. And I also think honestly, success to me is like my relationship with myself. Like I forgot to mention that, but I think just like feeling like liking who I am and who I'm becoming and where I'm going. I think that is, I, I think that's something you can't buy And so that's really, really important to me. But I'm also just like giving myself grace and the freedom to change my mind about things. I think that's also really important. Yeah. And involving.
3: Yeah. I was going to say involving yourself in anything is more important than involving
0: anybody else. Oh, for sure. sure. So then I guess we can move on to our second question, um, which would be what's the best piece of advice that you've ever received or given someone?
1: The first thing that comes to mind is something I know I've shared this probably a million other times, but it's I, you know, for sharing it as many times as I have, you would think I would know exactly what it was. But basically, I was going through a weird time. And I was so like, kind of all over the place with just everything that I was doing. And um, like a mentor of mine, basically said, like, you are, you're trying to like, Be something that you're not and I in actually with me I was actually trying to make myself smaller but it's like if you obviously if you're trying to be something that you aren't you're trying to like fill something like fit this mold that you aren't it's so cheesy but like you're never gonna it's not gonna work out ever and so I think just kind of understanding that my journey and my path is not going to be the same as maybe my college peers or my YouTube friends or whatever. It was really hard for me when I was around like my college friends nonstop because I was like, oh, should I be doing what they're doing? Or I should be going out like and hanging out with my friends more. I should be doing this. And like, I was just working more. And it was just kind of understanding that like my path and my journey is not going to be the same as theirs. And like, sometimes I can do more than them or I can't do as much or whatever it might be. And that's okay.
0: And I think that's something like, maybe like including myself a lot of people like really need to hear because i think this society is so like pressured on comparing yourself to others and seeing where you lie in the bunch like where how much can you push yourself to see how much you can do but a lot of the time it, it's taking a step back and thinking like what do i really want to be doing what do i want to spend my time on and when is it time to take a break and Yeah, and see, like, where you're at. Do a self-check-in. It's so important to, like, do those self-check-ins
3: daily and make them into your daily routine. But it seems like the hardest thing to do ever, but it's something that, like, needs to be done. Um, Is there a way that you try and implement that
1: self-awareness every day? Yeah, I I mean, I have a few things. I think... If I am anything, I am self-aware. Like, that is my absolute, like, definition. Um, I literally just got – I had therapy today, and my therapist is like, you are so self-aware. But I think it – honestly, there's a few things that I do. Um, but I'm just going into, like, kind of what – I don't know. I Okay. So the first thing would be I am, like, really big on, like, devotions, quiet times, whatever. With that being said, I've been really bad the past few weeks – And I've definitely been feeling a little bit off because of that. But that is huge. Working out for me is really huge because it helps so much like clear my mind. And I'm just more focused and I'm more kind of aware of my day and intentional when I do work out. And then even just reading like fiction books, I find that when I spend time like with myself outside of work, it's always pretty much a good thing. And even though it may not be directly something that necessarily is like pointing to my goals or whatever that might be it's really good for me so I end up just being a better person basically so I think there's a few things it would probably overall just be reading and um working out and then I have therapy once a week which is really good
3: therapy once a week is all you need girl I promise you that well it's actually not all you need you need so many other things but (laughs) it's one it's one of the things love therapy days am I right
1: my favorite mine too
3: um how has working out played a role in all of your success
1: it helps me so much mentally I am on like medicated for anxiety I've had struggle with anxiety and depression like on and off pretty much my entire life and working out helps me so so much it motivates me it puts me in the best mood it clears my mind I'm way less anxious I'm just overall happier and just better when I'm working out so I think that it's crucial like it is so crucial for me to work out I've been working out consistently now without like really taking any breaks or about it like almost no definitely like over a year and a half and before that I grew up in Texas so like sports are really competitive here so like I was always active and so for like the two or three years after like my first two probably years in college I was like not on my workout game I would work out every so often I mean, I would work out, but nothing like it is now, and it's definitely been a very big game changer.
0: So we noticed that during um, quarantine, you actually took up running. Um, oh, yeah. What inspired you to do that? And yeah, like what inspired you to do that?
1: I mean, I hate running. I mean, I don't anymore, but I've always hated running. And That's I think a it's mood. because I... Right? <laughs> I think it's because I associated it with punishment, because in sports growing up, you'd be like, run a mile because you were late or whatever. And so I hated it. And I had never run because I chose to run, really. Like, that was just not it. My cousin is also, like, my best friend and lives down the road from me. And she was just like, you know, we have the time. We, and we were talking about how we're picking up new hobbies. And she's like, we should start running. Um, We can find an app. And I think we could really do it. If we do it together, it could be fun. And I'm a very all-in person, so I was like, absolutely, we're doing this. And I was like, Alyssa, this is going to be a beautiful story of, like, redemption. We're going to start off hating it. It's going to be awful early mornings. And then by the end of it, it's going to be the same where we fall in love with running and we're so happy and whatever. (laughs) And honestly, that's kind of what's happened. Um, so it was really my cousin who like got me into it. And then I just like actually love it. It's very weird. Like if you would have told me a few months ago that I would be running now, I would be like, absolutely not.
0: It's truly inspiring to see you do that because I always tell myself and I've always been that person. I always set like an alarm. Like I remember when I was in university, I'd set an alarm to see if I'd wake up to go for a run and I just never do it. Whenever the alarm would go off, I'd be like, "Mm, maybe another day. But it's
1: so inspiring <laughs> to see you do it. Well, The trick is, because I'll do that too. The trick is either if you're able to like booking a workout class or having a running partner, like you just need accountability because if not, I will just fall asleep.
0: Exactly. No. And I think that's something that's so important, having like a workout buddy in that way, as you said, for like accountability purposes. And then that really helps like reinforce <laughs> you to have to actually
1: show up. Oh, for sure.
0: I've really taken your idea
3: of discipline rather than motivation to like the highest standard. I've been slacking, <laughs> but I promise you that I'm doing it. Like, wh- I used like to wake up at like five o'clock in the morning to go to the gym before work. And lately, that my motivation has been gone, but this morning I did it. And I was like, yes, my girl's going to be proud of me. I'm so uh, proud. I can't wait I, to tell I, her. I- <laughs> I think
1: the past week, I have just been, like, so freaking tired. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just so exhausted all the time. So, I'm not... I'm also, like, still, like, basically quarantining in my house. But, um yeah, no. I've, I've been waking up at, like, 7 earliest lately. But also, like, I don't have anywhere to go. So, I'm kind of like, okay, if I... That's just X more hours in the day to, like, stay in my house, you know? True.
3: With um being like still self-quarantining um how has that idea of discipline rather than motivation gotten you through the past couple weeks as you said that you've been a little slacking on the things that help
1: you the most I am not like fully quarantining I'm definitely like seeing my family and there's a few friends that I'll see and I've gone to like maybe two or three restaurants but um, just as far as honestly, overall self-quarantining and social distancing, whatever, um, I've gone through phases where I'm either really, really like productive and on it or a little bit more laid back and chill and just tired. Um, regardless, I get my stuff done, but I think for me, it's been really important to like kind of give myself grace because I'm the kind of person who will be very hard on myself for like the dumbest thing. So, um, while it's a huge priority, like sometimes if I'm just not feeling great and I'm just so tired, like I have to allow myself to rest because I'm not even going to like the work if it's trash basically. Um, so I've had my structure and I have my set morning routine, but if it's like a little bit later, so be it. Um, really honestly, besides this past week though, I've been pretty set on my like routines and stuff and it's been really good, but this past week has just been all over the place.
0: And I think it's like only natural, right? Like you you can't be so hard on yourself when something like doesn't go like the way you normally plan it right or something, or you just happen to fall off your routine for like a week or so. Like that's being human, really. Like we're forever changing and, you know, we deal with things like this pandemic and everything, things that we don't expect. So yeah, I think it's totally natural for that to happen.
3: It's more important to give yourself grace when stuff like that does happen because say you do have an off week, you're going to be even more mad at yourself for having an off week. You're like, literally, what's wrong with me? This shouldn't be happening. And that is like the time to be like, you know what, I am human. I am allowed to have off weeks and like recognize it and just, you know, hope for the best and hopefully it doesn't last long.
1: No, exactly.
0: (laughs) So, as the amazing influencer you are that Sierra and myself and I'm sure a ton of other people look up to, how do you know then when to disconnect?
1: Um, I can honestly kind of sense it. I try not to get to the point where I need to disconnect. I try to like build in rest. So like what at least one day a week. For example, I just did a vlog week and Um, that ended my last vlog was Sunday. And then Monday, I had on my to do like, uh, like film four videos. But it's like, I'd been filming for eight days before that, like, I should have known to give myself a break. And so yesterday, I was like, I need to just unplug and like chill out for a second. Um, But I try not to get to the point where I need to, I try to just like, normally on Saturdays, um, I make those days like very relaxed and chill. And I do things that like recharge me and refuel me. um, So I don't really get to the point of like really needing it. Um, but with that being said, like yesterday I really needed it. So I just let myself, I basically cut my to-do list in half and moved most of it to today. And it was definitely a good mood or a good move, not good mood. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it puts you in a better mood. So
1: it's the exactly. same. You
3: know? <laughs> As for um, being able to have a consistent schedule and not get too hard on yourself. Have you ever experienced a burnout? Like, um, I, I there's burnouts for everything. Working, working out, everything is. Have you experienced that in your life?
1: For sure. Um, about probably two, yeah, two summers ago now, I had a really bad burnout, and I just like wasn't taking care of myself. I was kind of all over the place um and it was just bad like I was kind of like miserable honestly and I was so I think it was kind of the time that I realized like that I actually disagreed with hustle culture in some degree and so I was so focused on just work 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 and not taking care of myself and I really burnt out and so I feel like in the past few years I've definitely been actively working at getting better there's a book to help the hustle that I always recommend and then um one by John Mark as well why am I forgetting what it's called the elimination of hurry that one's really really good but um yeah I think I'm just really more so about like be where you're at when you're there so when you're working work really hard when you're with your friends be with your friends um when you're relaxing relax and I think like that's really all it is I don't really believe in like balance or anything I think it's more so Just there's different priorities in life at different times and I think you always need to prioritize taking care of yourself and I wasn't doing that then Um, and it was not a good thing, but I ended up definitely like learning so much from that and I just hope I'm never there ever again.
3: It's scary to feel a burnout or when you know you're burnt out and you're like, let's keep going. Um, It's easy to get burnt out and literally anything under the sun, it could be burning out of having to take a shower every day. And it's important to, like, really connect with yourself and be, like you said, self-aware to the point to be able to take care of yourself.
1: Oh, for
0: sure. And absolutely, like, obviously, everything you've accomplished, right, it's come from hard work. And it's great, though, that you've been able to kind of avoid that hustle culture in a way and um, be able to, as you said, I think in a previous podcast that we had recorded, run your own race. Um hmm So what do you think has been, like, I guess the most rewarding out of your whole journey and experience in
1: developing as an influencer? I think overall, just the community that we've been able to build. I think about this all the time, but, like, I love the community and that was my main goal. Um, Kind of just, not even, I don't want to say it was my main goal, because not that I really had goals going into this, but um, as this became, as my, like, platforms kind of grew, I just always wanted it to feel like a very tight-knit community and I think that's what I have cared about the most and that's what I love the most like my like people who follow me like I really feel like they're my friends like they know so much and like I always joke that the Facebook group is like basically like FBI like it's unreal (laughs) I'm like how did you already figure that out um but yeah I think just overall the community And I think
0: that's probably, like, one of the best ways um, to go about, like, becoming an influencer in, like, this day and age because I think we've become a lot more aware of, like, how we need to build relationships and everything and support one another, especially as, like, women in that way and young women. So I'm so glad, like, you have a platform that supports all those things and reflects them. For sure. It's the best.
3: A community is something that Not a lot of people have, even though it's such a widespread phenomenon. Um, And so it's nice to see that you do care about creating a community and it's not just something that was given to you and you're like, yeah, cool, let's do this. And that it's something that you really put time and effort into making people, people feel included and safe in
1: the spaces that you create. Yeah, I really, I don't ever want anything to be like, I mean, for lack of a better word, transactional, that's just not me. Um, I'm very much so like, even I think just in my everyday life, I'm very much so like, if you're, if you are a friend of mine, you are like best friend level. I'm not very service level with anyone. I'm really close. I really value my friendships with people. I've had some of the same friends like my entire life. And so I think that's kind of just how I am with people in general. Like, I just really, really value relationships. So I think when, you know, like, building a platform, it was more so, like, I want to build a community and, like, grow up with these people. And there's so many people who have watched me since I was 16 and feel like we've grown up together. And I too, like, the messages I get every day, it's, like, it's just so cool that people even care, but also, like... It's just, I don't know, it's awesome. Like, so many of my really good friends, honestly, that I'll just meet around were, like, followers before. Like, we met because they, like, followed me on Instagram and now they're, like, really good friends of mine. And I just, like, I don't know, I love that.
0: That's so refreshing to hear you say that because I I think that's something, like, we don't find a lot of the time is um, that sense of loyalty, kind of, in a way. That's something I've always struggled with, I think, growing up. Like, I've always been such a loyal person, but I've struggled finding it in other places. Um, Luckily, I've been able to, like, have like my friend group now and develop those relationships. But I think that's something we struggle with a lot in in this time and age, especially with trying to find ourselves as well. In addition to that, and then the find the people we want to surround ourselves with. Absolutely.
3: What has been the most rewarding platform to you that you are a part of?
1: The Facebook group. I definitely love the most. I don't know (laughs) if that counts as an actual (laughs) platform though. Um, But I think, Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to go with the Facebook group just because I feel like it's so tight knit and there's so many people. I mean, like you guys, there's so many people who are like really great friends now from Mm -hmm. it. And I just get like so many cool messages. Like I've met people out and about who met through the Facebook group. Like they were like shopping together and they're like, oh my gosh, we literally met through your Facebook group. And like that is the coolest thing to me. So I think like most rewarding, it would definitely be the Facebook group.
3: That is so cute. I love the Facebook group, guys. Everybody who listens to Kenzie Elizabeth needs to join the Facebook group 100%. It's the best place ever, really and truly. It's so fun. (laughs) So as we were talking about it, um, burnout, um, it's possible being able to balance – well, not balance, but partake in being present with all platforms, school, yourself – Um, Is there any tips? Are there any tips that you could give the listeners to be able to juggle that
1: um, with taking care of themselves? Yeah, I think time management is really important. Um, I am a planner for sure. Um, I think like maybe not in my personal life, but definitely work wise, I am a very big planner. So I block out things all the time. I always just make sure. For me personally, like struggling with anxiety, I know my anxiety gets really bad if I know I have a lot of things that are due or coming up. So I always try to stay ahead of everything because that eliminates anxiety, and then I obviously I feel so much better. Um, But I'm constantly planning. Like I plan my like devos, I plan my workouts, and I have all of that stuff. Like I look at my calendar and I can see if this like if I'm taking care of myself throughout the week. If that makes any sense. So I'm really good about um, just scheduling and making sure I'm taking care of myself. And then I'm really big on time blocking and that's really helpful. I just have learned for myself personally, like what ways I work the best in and where I'm most efficient. It's not necessarily about like being quote unquote productive. Cause I feel like that more often than not, is just like, like checking off. Like it's like when you have a to-do list and then you're like, you write eat breakfast just to check it off. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Things like that, which I'm so guilty of, but I think it's just more for me about being like efficient. Like, I feel like I've really been able to get in the swing of things and just realizing what works for me and what doesn't work for me. Um So it's kind of a trial and error. And honestly,
0: like, I think I like for my experience personally, um, With, like, having – I've had, like, a desk calendar for, like, years now since university, and I find that's what, like, works best for me. So I think it's really finding, like, that specific – whether it be, like, an item or, like, an app or something that helps you literally, like, be able to plan your life and, like, find time to reflect and also, like, spend time with yourself. That's all you need, really. Oh, for sure. So I do want to take the time also – to thank you for coming on here again i know we had some technical difficulties last time and we shared that with our viewers um would there be any tips that you had on like maybe i guess maybe being more organized and with starting a podcast what tips would you have for someone who was trying to take that
1: route oh my gosh first off you guys are so fine that stuff happens to everyone like <laughs> you're so fine um yeah, I think as far as organization goes, I i mean, I've always been with a network, so I've been, like, extremely lucky in that sense. Um, but, like, even for my, like, podcast Instagram, it's a no, it's not what I want it to be. And so yesterday I went through and I, like, made a ton of graphics and stuff for the next few weeks, and then I kind of planned the feed. So just staying ahead, um, today I sent in all of my stuff to my producer for the next two episodes with all of the descriptions and stuff, like... I think my main thing would be like stay ahead and plan because that's really helped me personally. Um, obviously, it's different if you're someone who like it's like you record week of every week. That's just not how my shows run, so I'm able to plan ahead and do that, um, and that's been really helpful. I just am not a procrastinator, and procrastinating just like really stresses me out. If you guys can't tell from <laughs> this episode, um, so I just really try to plan ahead. Um, and then I use apps and stuff to, like, plan the feed, and that's really helpful. That's, that's definitely, funny.
0: yeah, important
3: that's stuff. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Planning your feed is, like, the biggest game changer on earth, especially. Like, if you're one of the aesthetically pleasing type of people, making a sense of success is not there yet. But I love you so much. Instagram is very aesthetically pleasing. So cute.
1: Thank you, thank you. I'm totally changing it, but thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: We can't wait to, for you to change it. I mean, we'll love it anyways because it's authentic to who you want to portray.
0: Thank you. And I did want to ask you another thing. This is for my own personal interest. Just <laughs> want to throw it out there. Um, but I did join um, one of your sessions with Daylet the other week, and I absolutely loved it. Kicking it with Kenzie. It was so much fun. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Um but for someone wanting to get into Pilates, what advice would you give them?
1: Um. Well, first off, I'm so glad you came. Um, I, first of all, Daylight is literally the best. I love I her. know. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So, so I started – a little background. I started going to Hot Pilates. Like, it's literally – the studio is called Hot Pilates. Like, they've trademarked it. It's their thing. So I feel like when I say Hot Pilates, people think it's a type of workout. Like, yes, it is a type of workout, but it's also, like, the studio – um, so I started doing that uh about over definitely over a year ago. And I went like I literally this is a good example of me being an all-in-person. Within like four or five months, I'd gone to a hundred classes. Like I'm very crazy about that. Maybe a little bit over that. I don't remember, Those early but, mornings. I remember oh, watching yeah. them. Always
0: the early oh mornings.
1: <laughs> it's literally my favorite workout ever in that studio. If you're in LA, you have to go. But Um, yeah, I would go almost, I would go at least five days a week. I paid for the unlimited. And so I would like guilt myself if I didn't go all the time because it's ungodly expensive. Like I cannot believe how much money I paid for that, but totally worth it. Um, (laughs) as far as getting into Pilates, I mean, right now is a really good time because so many Pilates instructors are doing virtual classes. So you can just do it for free from the comfort of your own home and try it out. With that being said, obviously class experiences are totally different. Um, But yeah, like, I do it from home now all the time, and it's so great. Like, it was just one of those things where I fell absolutely in love with it, and it, like, totally changed my, like, relationship with working out and, honestly, like, my body. Like, I didn't even really realize it until, like, looking at photos forever ago to now. It's, like, it's totally from Pilates, but yeah, it was just such a good thing, like, I absolutely love Pilates, and it's the best. You guys can follow Daylet. Um, It's like dancing – I don't know her her username, but I always think her. Yeah, I think we
0: can link it down below for sure, yeah.
1: She's the best. She does um, Zoom classes too. I know that she offers that for really inexpensive, and you can do it with her weekly, and I think that's so worth it because if it – because the only reason I don't do them is because with the time zones and stuff, it's like yeah. totally off schedule for me, and it doesn't make sense. It's normally when I'm recording, but – She does, like, the Zoom classes three days a week from the comfort of your own home, and she's just the best person. A ray of sunshine will make your life so much better, Um, and it's a great way to, like, support, like, a Black female-owned business, and she's just literally the best person ever. So I would recommend her Zoom classes, honestly.
0: No, I definitely had the best time. I started following her after um, the class, that you, one of the classes you had hosted with her in. I can just tell, like, she's so much fun and such a great
1: teacher. Oh, she's the best. I actually think that I, like, I was joking about this the other day, but I'm, like, not kidding. I think I talk to Daylight more than I talk to anyone from LA, and I talk to my friends <laughs> from LA all the time, but I think I would still talk to Daylight more than anyone else.
0: But I think that's awesome. Like you're building relationships around you wherever you go. Oh, yeah. It was
1: just so fun. Like she's literally the best.
0: As
3: for um, beginning to wrap up this episode, um, we like to ask our guests um, about your favorite local businesses, small businesses that you are shopping from currently. Um, Just because Corona hot topic of you know supporting small businesses and all the other things going on in America right now it's important to not necessarily buy everything from Amazon
1: yes I actually have two um one of them isn't local though is that okay like local oh my God. yeah of course okay cool so the first one is La La Land Cafe I go there literally all the time um every single day like I, I already went today and it's the best thing ever I get the ice strawberry <laughs> so good, so good. Um, but it's awesome because they're an organic cafe with the, per- I'm trying to read this. So I don't get this wrong. So it says organic cafe with the purpose of hiring and mentoring foster youth. So first off, it's the cutest coffee shop. It's like a neighborhood vibe. Oh my gosh. It's so cute. Best coffee, best food, but they also like invest heavily into foster kids. I, they hire a lot of them and then they'll hire a lot of them who are aging out of the system. Um, they're just overall like an incredible business. My second one would be Neon Cowboys. So this is actually a small business and people think that they're huge. Um, I If you guys saw when Casey Musgraves went on tour and she had these like light up cowboy hats on tour, that was from mm-hmm. Neon Cowboys. And I actually just talked to Asia Hall for the podcast yesterday and she yes. is the founder. And it's just her and her boyfriend. So cool. Another black female owned business as well. Like it's even more incredible. But they had, um, they have these like neon cowboys, like light up hats that are the best thing ever. And like, so me, they're so ridiculous, but they're so fun. And I love that. They also have a bunch of stuff. Like they have these cute dog hats too, that obviously I got my dog on. I'm so glad um, this. They're great. Like, she's so awesome. I think what they're doing is so cool. It's like a wearable tech company. She's just the best. But yeah, those would be my two current faves, small businesses.
0: Those are so awesome. And I think last time you had mentioned um, two, like, small um, clothing shops for tie-dye. Uh, so we'll definitely link those as well down below in addition to the two you just mentioned. Yes, yes. Love those. And then our last question would be, what do you want our listeners to take away from this episode?
1: Um, I think th- maybe... Okay, I think maybe just what we kind of briefly touched on, but like, like running your own race, and kind of staying in your lane, not in the sense of you're staying in your lane um, to like make yourself smaller, but like, staying in your lane in the sense of, you know, it's your own journey. It's not anyone else's. And it's not like comparing yourself is only going to hold you back. Um, But yeah, I think it's just kind of like run your own race. And you don't have to be focusing on what everyone else is doing.
3: I really needed that. I'll tell you that.
1: (laughs) that. guys.
3: (laughs) Well, we thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Um, If you wanted to let anybody know your socials um, where they can find your um, videos and your podcast, just in case we have anybody listening that doesn't follow you and would love to follow along with your journey of life through vlogs.
1: Oh my gosh, thank you guys so much for having me. I love that you guys are doing this. I think it's the coolest thing ever. It like, makes me so happy. Um, yeah, you can find me on pretty much every social media platform, Kenzie Elizabeth, YouTube, Kenzie Elizabeth, and then um, my podcast is I Love You So Much with Kenzie Elizabeth. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Legacy CRM platforms have made you compromise for far
2: too long. With HubSpot's CRM platform, you don't have to choose between enterprise tools that are powerful or easy to use. It gives you both, so your marketing, sales, and service teams can align with ease, accelerate sales, and anticipate every customer need. Finally, there's a CRM platform that helps you run better so you can grow better without complexity ever getting in the way. Learn more at HubSpot.com.
3: Healthcare is about being seen and heard. It's about becoming a mom when I was ready.
0: Healthcare is knowing I have an STI and learning how to
3: tell
1: my partner. Healthcare is HIV testing. My pap test, my breast exam, my cancer screening. Healthcare is contraception. It's not going to the doctor for women's care or for men's care. It's going to the doctor for me. Healthcare is access to safe
3: and legal abortion.
1: Planned Parenthood is healthcare. Book your appointment
3: today.